Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 5th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm talking to you again today. A little double dip. Told my wife, I was like, I got to record again tonight. She goes, pardon? What What do you have to do? Not, not it's, like, oh, it's just a traditional little, like, you know, throwback. Sneaky. It's major week again. So we're going to do a little uh, gambling, you know, Daily fantasy picks, uh, but a little offbeat, low club pro, things like that. With our old friend, Pauly, uh, he's jumping in. So this is our second episode preview, so to speak, if that's what you want to call it. It'll be a short one. Our typical sort of Wednesday episode is already up. We talk about Yakov and Zill. We talk, what else did we talk we about? We talked about the- Bryson not talking to the media, possible conspiracies, why? We talked about serious PGA preview stuff also. Really really good course insight from you, I thought. That was pretty good. Not bad stuff. You can, contrasting with Beth Page, good stuff. So you picked Brooksy? Uh, yes. I picked Pat Reed, too, just American. More, more importantly, I'm going to get Paulie in a second to handicap our our. Jazz Reevy, Jordan Spieth, straight up bad. I have a great one for him, too. A really good head-to-head that I think will throw him for a loop. Uh, but we should mention this special picks episode, bonus episode, is brought to you by a Shotgun Smart Blood. Not, not a gambling company. No, no, not, not, yeah, as far as we know, not a gambling company. Uh, the Shotgun Star Blend at Bixby Coffee, bixbycoffee.com. We are set to give away five mugs, five coffee socks, a six month subscription, which is like worth a couple hundred dollars, a three month subscription, but you have to be a subscriber to the Shotgun Star Blend. We are getting a list, a printout of names. We will draw, what is that, 12 prizes? Send them. So subscribe to Shotgun Star Blend. That is a way to support the podcast. It's a way to support support us uh, and hopefully receive a good that you will consume and like and enjoy. Reviews are generally good by coffee snobs to novices. Everybody seems to really like it. So it's a way to really kind of Keep us going, support the podcast, and while hopefully getting something that you use, which is coffee and so. you, mugs, mugs that are you know going for top dollar on the black market. <laughs> five free mugs, five free coffee socks. So sub- subscribe; it's fifty percent off if you subscribe. You can do a one-time purchase too. We greatly appreciate that. But uh, you're not in the drawing. But you're not in the drawing. That's that's true. That's a good point. So uh, you can subscribe and then cancel, and you get in the drawing. Hey, can I tell you something? What? I th- I thought um so my mind is scrambled right now. I thought I, I we were getting the subscriber list tonight and I thought I had it open and I was looking at it next to the Zoom link window 
and it's just a list of names. I saw the name Vaughn Taylor. I was like, oh shit, it's Vaughn Taylor subscribed to the coffee. But it was just an odds list that I like started looking up. I saw <laughs> Ken Tanigawa. I was like, whoa, had the wrong document I was looking at. So uh, thanks to Bixby Coffee for sponsoring us from day one. All right, let's get to Pauly, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Let's bring him in. This could be pretty fun. All right, we now welcome in Fried Egg Polly, a friend of the program from our original initial days uh, to joy, give us some insight into picks, you know, major championships. It's been a while since a major championship came around the corner. It's a, you know, increased interest in picks, uh, gambling, odd props. I have a couple of funny ones I want to throw at you. Um, so we welcome in Fried Egg Polly of EliteFantasy.com. He's their, would you say, your PGA guru over there? Pretty much, yeah. All in one PGA guy over there, yeah. You usually, you know, we're kicking our ass in uh, one and done on this. So he is a he is an expert. He picks winners, is what they say. Uh, so elite fantasy, fried egg, Polly, Polly. What do you make of this PGA Championship? Are you happy to have Major Championship golf back, or is Major Championship where like too many uh, like schmucks come in and kind of mess up? You like the lower under the radar events, or, or do you like having Major back? No, I, I definitely like having a major back. Just okay. the PGA Championship is going to be the first major of the year. Yeah, right? yep. It's no longer Glory's last shot. It's Glory's first shot, right? Yeah, <laughs> Glory's first shot. Yes, exactly. That's what they're saying. Hey, um, I got a question for Paulie. There you go. Here we do, go. Do you like Jardinera? No, not that much. I'm more like Banana Pepper guy. Oh, God. I got Brendan some Jardinera. I was going to ask you for some recommendations, what you put it on. I mixed it up with some chicken yesterday. Some like, oh, like roast chicken. beef sandwich. Come on. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that, beyond the obvious. I'm actually insulted you sent me mild. Like, I don't I know s- what I'm supposed to I do with that. I sent you one of each. I gave you okay. mild and hot. I don't know if you, you know, what your, your spice level. I'm all spice all the time. I don't know what I'm going to do with the mild. But all right. <laughs> you could give so it to Paul, a neighbor. <laughs> Maybe I will. Uh, they'll be as confused as my wife when she opened the package yesterday, not knowing what was coming. Um, so, Paulie, from a gambling trends standpoint, course fit, is there anything we can glean about how Harding Park sets up? What kind of player it favors? You know, we've had PGA Tour events here. We've had a President's Cup. I don't know that you can get much from that. But w- what kind of player succeeds here? Yeah, distance is going to have a massive advantage this week, which is obviously not what Andy wants to hear here. But, you know, just the, just the way that the course plays with all the long par fours and the fact that, you know, it's par 70 over 7,200 yards long, and you're going to have, you know, the ball not carrying that far because of, you know, cold temperatures going to be below 70 degrees. You're going to have the marine layer moving in a little bit as well. So, you know, guys like Bryson DeChambeau or some of the other big hitters, the Rory's of the world, are going to have a bigger edge than a normal major championship over, you know, some of the shorter years. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Andy, is that you meet with your approval? Yeah, that meets with my approval. I'm just wondering if a big bill hat could make up for some distance shortages. Paulie, do you even know who he's referring to? Big Uh, bill? I I do not know. Okay, good. That's probably for the best. That is Shea Reve. That's how he's come to be known. His his original name is William, and he wears a big hat, so he's Big Bill. Um, What do you want want to ask him about Shea Reve? Brendan and I made our uh, separate bet where I've got Ches Reve. He's got Jordan Spieth. What do you think the the odds should be 
on that? On that one, I, I, I would have speed slightly favored. Just barely. Just over barely. So it's a pretty good bet. Pretty good that's straight pretty up good. bet. That's pretty good. There we go. We got to come up with a good prize or uh, stakes for that. that. That's actually a pretty good matchup there. <laughs> there we go. Who would have thought? Chase Revey cannot win the career slam, though, with a win, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, you, so you like distance. What about secondary? Secondary skill. Is there a second skill that you would value over anything else? Yeah, so like secondary skills. is going to sound weird, but it's actually going to be putting. Uh, and just kind of the way that the greens are structured is you're going to have the ability to make a bunch of butts if you're in the correct spots. Uh, but, you, you know, with all the rough that's going to be around the greens, which we've obviously seen the last couple of days uh, on some of the social media things that even off the tee, there's going to be, you know, guys missing fairways. They're going to be missing the greens. you going to have to get up and down. So we've seen in past major championship guys like when a Kepa gets unconscious of the putter uh, or even some of the other players, right? If they can get a hot putter, it can make up for some of the other, you know, fouls that they may have in their game. Do you see much value in the club pros? Who's a low club pro this year, this week? In the low club pro, I'm not really sure. I, I you're not familiar? I, I do know a couple of them. The only, the only thing is you're getting a little bit different this year because you're using last year's points yeah. list to get uh, the top 20 in here. So <laughs> there we it, go. It, club pro analysis. Yeah, I like this. You think that, you think that means guys could be frauds, that they're living off last year's glory? I think you're going to have some guys that are going to be shooting a little bit harder than they normally would because they're also not playing as many tournaments as a club pro than they would in a normal year as well. What do you think of Zach, Zach Johnson's chances this week? Well, which, which, which Zach Johnson? There you go. I, say, I wanted to make sure. You guys are on top of it. Who's low Zach? Yeah, well, I think we had to have Zach, Zach Johnson. One's 250 to one, one's 3,000 to one. You got to pay attention on which one you're riding there. Um, I like the club pro as low Zach. That's another head to head we got to come up with. Paulie, what would you put club pro Zach versus two time major winner Zach Johnson? You'd have to probably be like three to one or four to one against Zach Johnson, something like that. Which one do you want, Andy? I'll take club pro. I know. Believe it or not, not, the club pro Zach Johnson can go stupid low. Believe it or not, he's actually won like a. Like a we got Do you think he's the complete opposite? Like full head of hair, big guy, pounds it. You know? <laughs> full head of hair. <laughs> I got how many other DFS podcasts are giving you Club Pro Zach Johnson insight about the Taylor Made Invitational and going deep? Yeah, it, was like- an, it was in, it, it was in Mexico as well. It was about four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. I think that's a relevant, you know, data point for this this weekend. I love it. Um, Cabo de Sol. All right. L- Rob Labritz is the, the odds-on favorite, right? He's always the, the club pro everybody's watching, right? Or Vermeer. People love Vermeer, right? Golf RV. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's a bunch of guys in there that, you know, have a chance to make a cut. Every year we're going to see probably two guys make a cut. It's just kind of a crap shooter who it is. Because for them, it's a, it's a free will, right? There's no pressure on them at all. So you're going to have one or two of those guys play well the first day and grind it out and have a chance. Because they cut 70 in tie this week, not 65 in ties. Yeah, so a little. A little bit extra space as well. There, there you, you go. Are you taking any action on the assassin, Ken Tanigawa? We are giving him the most absurd prompts. <laughs> there will be there will be there will be no no Ken Tanigawa uh, betting or uh, or DFS uh, using of of that name at all this week. 
Oh, all right. All right. Well, let's this move isn't on a to weekend game. This serious. isn't a weekend game at Whisper Rock, for God's sakes. Uh, all right, Andy, what do you got? What do you want to you want to give him your DFS lineup? Yeah, I, I went on and I uh, filled out a little lineup. I found out that I had five five dollars in my uh, account, so I entered <laughs> something. It was like finding a quarter on, in the couch. I haven't been <laughs> in my DraftKings account in a while, so I filled out a roster. I want to run it by you. And, you know, I figure it's a good way to go through the tiers. You could tell me if you like the person I'm taking or not. Do you want to start at the bottom or the top? Your choice. We'll start from the bottom because that's probably where people are most interested in, the no-name guys. I mean, we just did a bunch of time on Club Pro Zach. All right. My cheapest guy is Eric Van Royen. Ooh. Well, that's not exactly that cheap. He's at seventy one hundred. He's actually a really good player. Uh, yeah. he's, he's top twenty five in the field in uh, in off the tee and approach. Uh, has played in in four majors and has finished top thirty in three of them. That's Whoa. what I I just know. He's a major. He's a major guy. I see his name on leaderboards in majors. So I said, this is a major. Eric Van Royen, seven grand, money. Eric Van Jocker. There you go. I, I approve of that play. Somebody that might be building. I'm not a. I don't go for the high profile guys. I like to build with the meat and potatoes guys. But who, if I was going deeper into the bargain basement, who should I? Is there anybody I should look for in the six thousands that you like? Uh, how, how about going for a little bit of old guy here, Steve Stricker? So oh, Steve wow. Stricker's down there at sixty one hundred. So he, he missed the cut last year at the PGA Championship. But do you know how many cuts in a row in the majors he made before before that? I think it was twenty eight. It was yeah, twenty seven, I believe. Twenty seven so cuts in a row. So it you know at sixty one hundred, that's not a bad choice for a guy who sure he's not a bomber off the tee, but he's probably going to make a bunch of bars on his golf course and make the cut and allow you to you know put a lot of their top guys in your lineup. Guys want a Kohler Guard Classic too. I mean, he's, he's, he's got the major, majors off the big game hunter. <laughs> yeah, he's no longer the best player without a major conversation. <laughs> All right. Like any others in the six thousands? Any other super bargains that like guys that really distinguish stick out? I mean, at that point, you're just looking for you know somebody that gets you that value, right? That separates themselves. Who else? Do you yeah, like if you're looking for like a guy that can maybe like contended and actually like be a top five, you are Robert McIntyre, Bobby Mack. Oh uh, yeah, big young, shot, Bob. Yeah, young, <laughs> exactly, right? young European guy's got a ton of upside. He can miss the cut, but he can also you know finish you know top five this week because he can you know hit it pretty good off the tee and can rattle off a bunch of birdies in a row. I'm I just saw- I'm a little worried about his pairing. Who's he? With? Oh yeah, Reed and Nah. They didn't do him any favors. I think it's because he, he yelled at Kyle Stanley last year. I got a prop for him. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous theory. I got a prop that he has. He has the worst odds of the lefties. Top lefty. Yeah. We have Phil Bubba, Brian Harmon, Baldy Brian Harmon, and uh, Bob McIntyre. He's four to one among the odds of uh, on the four lefties. But uh, I need to hammer in that pick. Bob, I mean, four to one is not like great. They're all, you know, low odds. It's four guys. So, all right. McIntyre is stricker in the lower tiers. You know what's crazy? For $6,700, you could have a guy that's won two majors and a players and is only 35 years old. Keimer? Isn't that insane? I mean, has he played this year? It's just, it's just the craziest thing ever that he just stinks at age 35. 
I mean, he missed the cut last week at the Barracuda, so I don't know if he did. Oh, that's, my what, God. that's what I'm saying. It's just ridiculous that he stinks. <laughs> well, he tried to hit a draw. His game left him for a while. Then he came back. He came back high. He, he comes and goes. I'm not sure he cares that much. So, All right. All right. 7,400, my next my next guy, um, I've vaunted. Most people are worried about people copying their lineups. I'm not worried at all. <laughs> uh, I got Chez, Big Bill, Reavy. Okay, I mean, I'm not necessarily 100% against that. I just think there's probably better options that are similarly in that price range. Like what? What is it, 7,400, you said, Andy? Matthew yeah, Wolf, I mean, 75. <laughs> There's there's a, there's one player down here in this price range that, that stands out, and that's Harris English. So he's Ooh. at seventy two hundred. So he's one of the most consistent players on tour. So he's tops top twenty in six of his last seven starts. Uh, he also had four top six finishes in the fall, uh, and he ranks top twenty five in the field in off the tee approach and putting. So that's a guy for a cheap salary, hits the ball long ways. I, I think he's got a very good chance to make the cut. And finish top twenty-five, which would be better than Chez Reavy, most Already had the COVID. Don't have to worry about a WD in the middle of the tournament. He's finally allowed him back playing in threesome this week. Doesn't have to play by himself like he did at the uh, other events. There you go. There you go. The uh, yeah. risk you know, management here. You made a great, great case, but there's no getting me off Big Bill. Yeah, he's been on this since last week. You're all over him. I, I you um, know, I think you were off Big Bill at the U.S. Open when he almost won. I was on I was? Big Bill. You were. You were. <laughs> All, All over right. Big Bill. He rewards loyalty. So who's your team? Who's on your team again? All Van, right. Roy- Van Royen. Big Bill. Big Bill. 7,900. Okay. I got Tony Finau. I know he probably is not going to get me a win, <laughs> but he's he plays well in majors, and he's lost, you, and he can putt. This press conference today, I felt bad for the guy. I mean, every question's about, like, what happens on Sunday. He's like, yeah, I know. It's a problem. But, I mean, that was Jordan yeah. Spieth's press, press conference, too. Everybody's like, what's wrong with you? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, no. But, I mean, obviously, Finau seems like a player who's going to get you some birdies. And, and I can't believe he's 7,900. Finish high. What do you think of that, yeah. Paulie? Yeah, I definitely like him at 7,800. It seems like DraftKings does this for majors. Is they just price down the middle-tier guys. Uh, down low enough so everyone can just make a lineup with six guys that they've actually heard of. Oh, so, really? You no, know, like except this is the same thing for the Masters US Open. Finau should be like eighty six, eighty seven hundred this week. He's just not priced up there because then you can you can fit Finau, a couple other of these guys down here that you know, and put a couple guys at the top in there. But I agree with Andy. Finau is definitely a good player in the majors. Just uh, might be in everyone's layup lineup though at that price. He might be in everyone's lineup. Everyone's lot of maybe fifteen percent, but okay, it's a guy okay. who's finished in the top ten in majors and half of his uh, half of his major starts. That's pretty decent, right? Yeah, yeah. the names yeah. of this, what like you were talking about, it's crazy. I couldn't believe the choices I had here with Woodland, Adam Scott. You know, Grant he hasn't played, but I don't think Adam Scott has to really play to play well. Um, Hatton, who's been playing really well up until last week, I don't know what happened last week to Hatton. Uh, Turl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the one, one thing to note about Adam Scott is remember he had the, the big uh, time off before Riviera and then came back and won at Riviera right away, right? Right. Yeah. yeah he's, he's been in Switzerland eating chocolate, hanging out. You know, he's getting off the plane with his 
two putters in the bag and he's just gonna win so uh andy what else parachute fans and two putters Uh, all right eight thousand i took uh i took patrick reed i took the old the cheater i figured no fans around you might be able to fluff up a couple lies get a good, get a couple shots back on the field i'm getting i'm getting a lot of buzz around reed what do you think paulie uh, i don't know great fit for the course but he's a guy that's kind of a high upside play in terms of the fact that he's either going to contend or he's going to finish like 40th there's really not much in yeah. for reed right and we're going to see that how he, he pops up and like for majors, like when he won, like we won that one at Augusta, right? He was in contention for the week, and then he'll go out of contention for the next like four majors and not be in it, right? So Reed's just kind of a little bit up and down, but that's fine for a big tournament on DraftKings because I got news to you: a lot of people don't pick Patrick Reed in DraftKings because they just hate his guts. Oh, see, I don't have a problem re- rooting for him. Yeah. I'm putting money. money on the table. I'm I'm gonna I I look at that, you know, maybe he's gonna save himself a shot or two. The animus corollary. Just look find the guys people hate. Pick there's them. Some, there's some holes out there you gotta draw the ball too, and he hits a draw. That, that is correct, yep. Yeah. Um and then I got nine thousand. I, I don't like this pick. This is one where you might be able to talk me out of here. I got Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I can talk at that one. Play <laughs> yeah. Play Daniel Berger instead in that lineup. So, All right, I'm, I'm making the switch. I, I didn't like it. I, I couldn't get myself to pick Berger. Daniel Berger, he's $200 cheaper, 8800 He's been on absolute fire, right? He's finished fifth or better in five of his last six starts, and he gained in each of those events, he gained strokes on, uh, on approach and off the tee in all six of those events. So he's consistent, hits the ball well, and, you know, when you're looking for a guy at this price, we need somebody that can contend. DJ's just way too much up and down, and I don't know if he has the mental fortitude to actually contend a major right now. Ooh, mental fortitude. I agree. I agree. He seems, you know, he's worried about his facial hair. He's all over the map right where, now. Where are you at on Tiger? Uh, on Tiger, if it was 80 degrees and sunny, I would love Tiger on this course, but when it's going to be, you know, 52 degrees in the morning when he tees off, uh, that has me a little hesitant on his on his back there. Based upon you know, the last time we saw him, he didn't look a hundred percent of his back. Interesting. Interesting. Do you like who of the young guys do you like the most? Like Morikawa, Hovland, M, uh, Matthew Wolf. Uh, that, that would be Morikawa. There, he's the most consistent. And if we're talking about you know this being a long golf course, well, Morikawa is a very accurate driver and can combine it with elite long iron play. So if we're gonna have a lot of shots, you know, one seventy five, two hundred range. That's Morikawa's bread and butter. You leave the PGA Tour in proximity from that range. Wow. Look at that. Amazing. Uh-huh. This, I'm looking at this uh, head-to-head betting. There's a Tom Hoagie head-to-head. I might Tommy just have to tables. Get my, get my Vaughn Taylor well, even. Polly, have you Tom heard Hoagie, about Tom, table, well. Tom Hoagie's uh, casino habits? I, I have not, no. Anytime he makes a cut... He apparently immediately goes to the nearest casino and spends like all night there. 
Not a lot of money. I mean, it sounds like he's a very, he's a guy with almost no, uh, you know, vices. But when he makes a cut, he knows he's going to have a payday. He goes to the tables and we call him Tommy Tables. And then it, this, probably, this probably all started back in the Dakota Tours days, probably all the casinos up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes, and then it goes south on the weekend. You know, then he spent too much time at the tables and, you know, the, so Vaughn Taylor, Tom Hoagie head to head. I'm interested in that. Well, uh, I think you go Tommy Tables because you know Vaughn Taylor. Taylor's probably not getting to the weekend, and Tommy Tables, that's where his problems start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Paulie, among the most expensive players, the, you know, the whatever crop, of, however large you want to define that category, Brooks, JT, Xander, uh, you know, any one of them can win. No one would be a major surprise if they won. Who do you like? Who do you feel like separates uh, off the page for you there among the most expensive guys? Yeah, there's two guys that, st- that stand off the page for you there. First one's obviously going to be Brooks Kepka. Uh, he's yep. just trending in the right direction. We've seen so many times guys that come close one week to win, uh, kind of blow it, and then all of a sudden win the next week. It- it's a major here. He's won four of the last 10 majors. Uh, his last 17 majors, he's been 21st or better in 16 of them. That's just a crazy stat right there. For him. Yeah. And yeah. it's a golf course where it rewards elite driving. And we've seen Kepka and Majors have the ability to just absolutely just murder the competition by just hitting it three times straight up every hole. Yep. Yep. Okay. So he jumps out. What do you think of Xander specifically? Xander, I actually like this week kind of like as a sneaky like pick for like one and done leagues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe a little bit for drafting because everyone else is going to be, you know, hopping on the DeChambeau train where like Kepka, you know, play Rory, Ron, JT. People forget about Shockley. The dude just shows up in big situations, right? Yeah. Uh, he's oh, going to yeah. win one of these days. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. You get a guy, he's, he's California guy, right? Mm-hmm. Should feel comfortable on this, on this golf course. And uh, I mean, there's really no reason not to go with a guy who's finished sixth or better in five of his 11 uh, major appearances. He's been it, using the back door a lot lately. Last four yeah. weeks or so, he's been a backdoor champion. Memorial, he was. I know yeah, that. I mean, we also won, he almost won a Colonial. It wasn't for a couple of uh, lookouts late as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got Rom in my lineup. You do? Uh, I, I would probably have some other guys on lineup instead of Rom. I would rather go Bryson instead of Rom. What about Rory? Why don't you like Rom? Why don't you like Rom, Paulie? Uh, I just think he's a little overvalued in the market at that price, and I'd rather play DeChambeau at a cheaper price. Okay. Wow. Okay. Thick Rory? Play. <laughs> yeah. What, what uh, I just Rory? think DeChambeau's distance is just going to be a uh, massive. I just think he's actually going to be able to hit driver on every hole. Uh, whereas in the past weeks, he hasn't been able to do that. That's Dylan true. Deshare. You can hit Dylan, driver everywhere. Dylan Deshare said, tweeting quotes by Bryson tonight. He goes, there's not much to it. He'll be hitting driver as far as he can everywhere. And so it sounds like he's you know not going to throttle down on the Kraken, as he calls it. There's no real reason to. There's not a ton of hazards out here. Sure, there's trees and rough. But if he can hit it 350 and the hole's 480, even if he's in the rough, he can hack him in the green from 130. Is there an expensive guy like a among you know maybe DJ is the one? Is there a guy that really you really don't like? The, the, yeah, D, DJ would be the one guy that would be like nine thousand or above that I wouldn't touch. And I probably wouldn't touch Tiger either, just because of the unknown uh, in terms of his health and his back. Okay, interesting. All right, all right, uh, all right. What the, what about one and done strategy yeah, wise? What what are you do you, you said you mentioned Xander. 
that's going a little against the grain. Is it all based off where you are in the standings at this point? Or Yeah, there's a, a couple things you got to take into consideration. One is, when does your league end? So there's some leagues that are ending at the end of the FedEx Cup. Uh, there's a lot of leagues that I know that have just extended it to the end of the, ma- to the Masters because yeah. we missed like two or three months of the season. So if you're ending at, you know, FedEx Cup, you only got a couple weeks left. You, you kind of know who you have left in your stable. Uh, if you're going to the Masters, you have some guys you may want to save later on. Uh, but really, it just depends where you're at in the standings. Uh, if you're in the top, you can go a little chalkier. If you're down in the middle or bottom, you're going to have to go against the grain if you don't want to have any chance of uh, rallying. Okay. Who do you like this week and one and done? Is there, are there, uh, it's the a situational, yeah, situa- yeah, based on the so situation. Like, if I'm at the top of the standings and I still have Kepka left, I would Correct. use him this week. Okay. Uh, I, I myself used Kepka last week, so I didn't like his, <laughs> his, there you his go. JT, but uh, and if you have DeChambeau left, this would be his best major to play. I actually prefer him here over Augusta to use DeChambeau. Okay. All right. Andy, what? who did you take again? You took I took Brooksy. Brooksy. I, took I think Reed. I'm in like fifth place in my league that I'm in. So okay. I'm, I'm, I, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm ready for Brooksy win here. Okay. Any uh, English championship tips? What do you think about Jason Scrivener at 60 to one in the English championship? Are you, are you getting deep in the weeds on that one? On the- I, I, I actually do usually look at those, but not okay. in a week when there's a U.S. major going on. <laughs> okay. Off, off, of a, off of a week when we had two PGA Tour events, I, I don't really have the time to go through the, uh, the English championship. This there's a lot, lot going on right now. Hey, were you getting in on any of the Cactus Tour? Did you bet Sonny Kim, Sonny Abacoa at all in the, on the minor league tour? He's been on a tear. I, I, I was pretty heavy in the Outlaw Tour and uh, and the Cactus Tour and also the West Florida Golf Tour as well. Oh, yeah. Well, was, Brian, Brian Davis? No, no, no! You had uh, you had uh, you had uh, jazz, jazz down there. You had Daniel Chopra, Eric Barnes, uh, Jazzy J, you know, guys from the uh, you know uh, web.com or porn Tour. Sorry about that. Did you, do, do you know that uh, that's where Danny Chops got on uh, Jazz's bag? Now he's his that, caddy. That, that is correct, because they would always be playing in events. Uh, they would almost always pair them together in the events. It was like four weeks in a row they played together in an event. I think. And then I think Jazzy was staying at his house or something like that. Yeah. There's some friendship, budding friendship there. So, okay, maybe, and- maybe Chopra will teach him how to get the white hair that he had in the in the <laughs> mid 2000s. Spiky white hair. <laughs> if Jazz comes out with white hair, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this uh, this Korean kid Kim, unbelievable! I I can't believe I haven't heard more about him. He's 18 in the field. You talking he's about Chan 18, Kim? No, he's 18 years old. This uh, other kid, uh, other kid named Kim. Uh, I can't remember his first name now. Um, he's 18. He's 95th in the world rankings. I feel like nobody's talking about this. It's oh. a crazy story. Yeah, it's because uh, it's because he just plays primarily uh, up in Asia, and that's where he earned all of his world ranking points. But, but he's still 18. It's kind of unbelievable to be playing a PGA at, at 18, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, but if you're getting in the world ranking points, that's how you There you, you go. Get it. Top 100. Ju Young Kim? Yeah, Ju Young okay. Kim. That's amazing. I hadn't heard of him either at all. There you go. Uh, all right. Anything else? Any other thoughts? I hear I hear he's I hear he's really good, actually. Well, I hear he's, he's like probably incredible. not bad. Okay. I hear he's Sung J 2.0. Okay. 
Oh, interesting. We, we, we've heard a lot of guys come over from there. That's like, you know, back in the day, the Rio was the palace of the world, and they, they seem like the next coming of Tiger Woods, and then just kind of come over to the U.S. and just never really, like, live up to fruition, right? I looked yeah. it up because I was curious. R- Rio was 29th in the world when he was 18. Holy cow. Yep. Rory. That's amazing. Rory was, like, 270. That's crazy. Okay. Uh Anything else? Anybody got any other questions? Andy, you good? We did one and done. We got DFS. We got club pros. Uh, I think we covered run the gamut here. Pauly, thank you for your time. Anytime, guys. It's uh, Fantasy Elite. That is Elite Fantasy. Fantasy. Elite elite Fantasy. Better get that right. E E comes before F. Elite Fantasy. Elite Fantasy. Dot com. Uh, Polly, thanks again for your time. Follow him on Twitter at Friday Polly. And uh, that's he's actually good at this week to week. We are just jokers at it. So if you want more week to week outside of the majors, Friday Polly. Hey, your one last question. Todd. Far away. Brendan Todd. What do you think? Brent, Brendan loves Brendan Todd. Uh, I think he's a good player, but I think this is a really bad horse good for him because he's me having three wins in a lot of games. <laughs> there you go. All right. EliteFantasy.com. Fried Egg Pauly. Thank you for your time. Everyone no, enjoy. No Todd watch this weekend. <laughs> Everyone enjoy the PGA Championship.